Hey, on today's episode of the RiderFlex podcast, I want to tell you about the fake wedding. I had an employee make up a story about getting married and having a wedding, uh, believe it or not. Great story. I want to tell you what I learned from it. And really, the point of the episode is uh, supporting employees with mental health issues and what you can do to support and, and help them and, you know, get them to uh, be able to continue to work for you, uh, etc. Anyway, let me give you this story. It's pretty good. So I had this young man, we'll call him Johnny. He worked for me. I was a store manager in retail, music retail uh, back in the 90s. This guy, Johnny, he was a key holder for me, right? Uh, for those of you that, that uh, come from retail, you recognize the term key holder. They had keys to the store. They could open and close, etc. He wasn't an assistant manager, but he was like a lead or whatever. Great employee. Um, no problems with him, really, whatsoever. Uh, super buttoned up kid, respectful, um, always overdressed. I mean, he kind of looked like a banker <laughs> to a certain degree. I mean, just a great, great young man. Never had any problems with him whatsoever. Anyway, he uh, he had always told us about his, his girlfriend. Uh, and how he loved his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And he would often talk about her. I never saw her. She never came into the store, but you know, he would always just talk about his relationship, you know, just small talk. Well, he told the crew, he's like, Hey, I'm getting married, you know? And so uh, we're all like, Oh, that's, you know, congratulations. You know, when's the date, etc. Over the next few months, he's planning out the wedding and talking to the crew about the wedding. And uh, I schedule around it. I, I, you know, my store is open every day as a, as a retail manager. I think the wedding was on a Saturday. Several of the girls that worked for me wanted to go to the wedding uh, for Johnny. And so what I did was I, I worked that day and gave several people off, including him. So, I, you know, I got the schedule worked out. Not everybody could be there, but so several of my employees were going to go. So Saturday comes, the day of the wedding comes. And I get a call from one of the girls at the store. We'll call her Mary. Mary calls and she's like, hey, I can't, uh, I can't find this address where, where, where this church is. There's, there's no church at this address. Like, I must have the wrong address. She calls me. I'm like, well, that, that's the address I have uh, for the event. Um, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I can't find it. And so now keep in mind, this is before cell phones, right? Uh, and so I called his dad's house somehow i had his dad's number either he lived there or whatever i can't remember but somehow i got a hold of his dad his dad calls me back at the store and i, I told him you know mr brown no that wasn't his name I was like hey mr brown you know you know mary's trying to find the wedding uh, you know can't get a hold of johnny she, she must have the wrong address and there's this long pause uh from mr brown on the phone i said mr brown i'm trying to find the wedding he's not saying anything and finally he I can hear this kind of, you know, this deep sigh in his voice. And he says, Steve, he says, were you told that there was a wedding? And I said, yeah, the wedding for, for, for Johnny. He's like, listen, there, there's no wedding. He goes, there's no, there's no wedding. There's no girlfriend. And I was like, huh? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, he goes on to tell me, uh, you know, very passionately about, his son's problem, <clears throat> his, his mental problems and challenges that his son has. He, his son, uh, I can't remember how he was diagnosed, but what happens is he makes up stories. And then when he 
when he makes up a little story, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he lies about it. And then he doesn't know how to get out of it. And apparently this was the thing that had been going on most of his, his uh, life, you know, as a teenager on into being a young man, this is some sort of problem he has, you know, he gets better. He takes his medication and he stops taking his medication. When he stops taking his medication, he starts lying and starts making up stories. And then he feels bad because he lied. So then the lie continues and it just gets bigger. And then he doesn't know how to get out of it. This is a pattern that his dad explained to me that happens. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So you're telling me that there's no girlfriend. Johnny's not getting married. Like, holy cow. He's like, I said, I got people driving around trying to find a wedding. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Cause you know, anyway, I was blown away by it. I get a hold of everybody eventually. And, um, you know, a few days go, go by. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long, but I told his dad, I was like, well, listen, you know, Johnny's a great employee. This is crazy that this happened, but you know, have him come in and talk to me. So, Johnny comes in and he tells me and Johnny just says, look, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I got this problem. I don't mean to hurt anybody. Um, please don't fire me. <laughs> you know, all this thing. So I kept him. Uh, I didn't let him go. Uh, I did remove him from being a key holder. I told him, I said, look, I can't, I don't think I can have you going to the bank and making deposits and dealing with cash and opening and closing the store. <laughs> but you can stay on as an employee here. Uh, so I put him in a different position. So what's the point of all this, right? The point of the story is if you have an employee with, with mental health issues, you don't have to fire them, right? Like try to put them in a different position, see what you can do to help them. What I learned from it is, is this, you know, don't overreact, uh, find out why and all the reasons before reacting, which, which I did a decent job of. So often on the podcast, I tell you about how I screwed things up early on, but this one I actually handled pretty well. Find out why before reacting, then have an open and honest conversation with the person, the employee, and maybe a family member if you can, right? Um, just, just have an honest conversation, talk about the problem, what they're going through and, you know, all of it, you know, gather information and then move them into a position that makes sense. Maybe it's different types of responsibility, maybe based on whatever problem they have, they can't, uh, I don't know, be in charge of security or be in charge of cash or, or something, right? Like move them into a spot that if they mess up again, you're, you're protecting company assets. And then the final thing I, I learned that I would recommend is do regular check-in check-ins, just, you know, sit down with them periodically and say, Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Um, how are things? Have you had any problems? And just check with them. So anyway, Johnny went on to work for me uh, the rest of the time that I was at that store. Matter of fact, I, I think he was a, an employee for me for another year or two. I uh, can't remember exactly how long. And before I went on and got promoted to another district or store, lost track of him after that. Don't know what happened to him, but he stayed on as a, as a productive member of the crew. And there is your Rider Flex tip of the day. Uh -huh.